Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to the I Never Knew podcast, also known as Inc. This show dives into the life experiences of people who have been through it all and have come through the other side stronger, better, and triumphant. Each story is raw, authentic, and at times heartbreaking. One thing joins it all together the fact that the stories can help the listener learn and grow. Hosted by Life Coach Maureen, she sits down each episode with a new guest who will empower the listener to set out on their self-discovery journey and start to heal. Now you'll be joined by Maureen and her special guest. Please enjoy the show. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this week's episode of I Never Knew But My Dog Did Podcast. I am Maureen Scanlon, or Life Coach Maureen, as most of you know me. Again, as always, I'm so thrilled that you're here. I appreciate your loyalty. I appreciate your feedback. And I try to always bring you the best guests and the best show possible and I just keep one-upping myself. And I have to tell you, today, so we're heading toward the holidays, and today I have the most amazing guest, and I'm so excited to have her here. I was so looking forward to this, and she so graciously did something that we're going to talk about uh, a little more in-depth that I think was just so precious that she she did this for me and took the time out. So my next guest uh, we met doing a, we both were speakers on a summit called the Superhuman Summit put on by Life Coach Code. And there were several coaches over four days speaking on the four pillars, which is mind, body, spirit, and heart. And I was on heart day and I believe my guest was on spirit day. Okay. Uh, of course. I mean, that would only be fitting, but then I was thinking maybe mind. But she was on spirit day. And when I saw her speaking, she was before me. I, in fact, I was like the tail end of the summit. I was like the last speaker on the last day. And when I saw her speaking, I believe it was day two. I just connected heart and soul with her. I just knew we had to talk. We had to meet. And she's just so beautiful. Her soul is so beautiful. Wait until you hear what she does. So today I'm talking, talking with Lauren Wenzel. And she is a clairvoyant life coach and transformation specialist, the owner and founder of Transfiguration Coaching. She is a cosmic channel, coach, speaker, poet, podcaster, and published author. But most importantly, she's a student of life. <clears throat> Excuse me. Her inspiration comes from her soul's hope and devotion to serve others with the intentions of self-love, healing, and powerful, life-changing, transformational results. I love everything about that. She's a certified soul realignment practitioner that's, that provides soul level information along with her coaching. See, I love the niches. I love the coaching because there are so many niches and so many different ways that you can heal and grow. And I, I just love this. 
So her clients gain clarity, recognition, healing, karma, clearing, expansion, and much, much more through her work with them. She loves assisting others by providing research-based information, energetic healing, and scientific modalities that allow her clients to live a soul-filled life while creating the harmony they long for. So this is where the fun stuff comes in. And I know listeners, you're going to love this. She is a human design reader and specialist certified through level four master teacher, manifestation by design principles and techniques. Her design, BG5 specialist, we're going to get into that, human design and business and dream specialist. Oh, and human design provides clients a unique understanding of their energetic aura type going through each center channel and detail of their charts. Her background includes 10 plus years as a previous behavioral therapist working with neurodiverse individuals. And you all know how I feel about that. I'm certified in neurodiverse coaching and I am also a neurodiverse person. So she has also obtained her BA in psychology and she is trauma informed. Woo! I need, I need applause. Welcome. Miss Lauren, thank you for being here. We're so honored. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much <laughs> for that introduction. I'm so excited to be here. This is so cool for me because when you were on the summit and doing your talk and I was on the summit doing mine, we brought up a little bit of our backgrounds and our trauma. And it's so amazing why this podcast to me is so special. And I think listeners for you, why you continue to listen is because every week we hear new stuff about everybody's story and most 99, no, I'm going to say a hundred percent of my guests and listeners have gone through something and they have gone past it or they have overcome it. And so the learning that we have from these life experiences is so amazing to bring us to this point where we can now help others. Do you agree? Oh, a hundred percent. I love it. Now, I I want to talk about, and we're going to talk about, you know, your coaching and how you help clients um, with the clairvoyant, the transformation, but the real exciting thing for me. So listeners, she had me send her my date of birth, my time of birth and the city and state that I was born in and whew, knocked me off my seat with the absolute accuracy of, of how Everything she described was me without ever having talked to me face to face or even even on a Zoom. So let's talk about the different kinds of human design, what human design means for our listeners. Yeah, that's a great question. So anybody who is new to human design or don't doesn't know who what human design is, it is a blend of the Kabbalah, the astrology, and the I Ching. So it's a scientific modality, but it's also infused with quantum physics. And it is so amazing. It's a really awesome tool to use when you're really wanting to get to know somebody at a very specific energetic level. It was downloaded and founded by Ra Uruhu in 1987 through an eight day experience he had with the voice and there's YouTubes on that experience and his, his journey with that, which is like very fascinating. So he was a manifester in human design and that was his design. He was here to manifest this system. And I believe there were other people who had tried to download this system, but it's a very, very intense. I mean, Imagine eight days of just constant information coming into your system for you to share with the world. So it definitely takes a manifester <laughs> to be able to download that, initiate that and inform people. So human design, like I said, it's really like looking at your DNA from the moment that you pop out of the womb, the time you were born and saying, okay, this is my DNA. This is the structure of what it is. This is the shadow of what it is, if it's dormant, the gift one, it is turned on and activated and then the highest expression. So you could literally be in your not self your whole life and look at your design or when you get introduced into human design, you could really contemplate like, oh, I have all these gifts. Oh, this is kind of true. Oh, I noticed this. 
And then you see what happens when you're not really leaning into it. And then something starts activating in your DNA and things start waking up and you're like, okay, this is actually who I was designed to be. It probably was just suppressed or conditioned out of me. And so the most important thing when you're, when you start living your design is to know your type, your strategy, and your inner authority. So there are five types in human design. First, we have the manifestors who are about nine to 10% of the population. They're the, the types that are here to just do it. They don't have any waiting in their, their strategy. They are a non-energy type though, so they do need to rest during their manifestations and urges. Then we have the projectors. They're about 20% of the population and they're the newest aura type to this system. So going back a little bit, we went from a seven centered being. So I don't know if anybody is familiar with the seven chakras, the seven chakra system. So we went from a seven centered being to a nine centered being in human design. And this is where the projector comes in. And the projector is a very interesting aura type. They're a non-energy type and they are made for the other. So their strategy is wait to be recognized and wait to be invited. So without this knowledge, without anybody knowing if they're a projector or not, they're waiting to be recognized most of their life. And if they're not really waiting, they're trying to insert their guidance because they have a very distinct laser because they penetrate into somebody's G center to really see them and guide them. And it really is a gift. Like the projectors are really the gift to the other because they just want them to be in their theme which most um, for the energy type. So it's like satisfaction. It's like, how can I really guide you to use your energy to feel more satisfied? But if that's not being recognized, if that's not giving consent to the projector, the projector might feel bitter and think and have all these stories of like, nobody recognizes me. I don't know who I am because the energy type and other types will recognize the gifts in the projector. And so if that's not being recognized and somebody's in their bitterness, cause that's the not self of the projector, it can be very, very painful for a projector. So I'm a projector, I'm a mental projector. So when I found out I was a projector and I started learning about it, I was like, oh my gosh, my whole life makes sense. Like it was <laughs> like, I was relieved and then a little bit pissed off because I was like, what's this waiting thing? I, I don't know what that is. I'm very much like an independent go out and do it. I like put myself, like I motivated myself to get like my degree and be very like, you know, wanted to accomplish things. But once you hear something and it rings true, you cannot take that out of your system. And so I kept getting all these confirmations of like, Hey, you're not waiting hey, you're not being recognized. People aren't listening to you. And so I kept feeling and tasting this bitterness even more and more. And so I was like, okay, let me, let me just try this out. Let me experiment as they call it and I'll wait. And I can, I was life-changing because I, I didn't realize how draining my energy was being from constantly just trying to initiate and inform and being a manifestor, keep up with the generator world that I was like, wow, I actually have more energy returning to me. This is really interesting. And then that's when the experiment really began. And so the other types are the energy types. So that's the generators and the manifesting generators. So this is about 70% of the population. And these beings are the life force of the world. I mean, it's so important for them to really feel satisfied in how they're using their energy. I mean, when a generator is generating and they're just in satisfaction, I mean, it's like moths to a flame. You want to be around them. You want to talk to them. You want to know what they are up to. And it's so important for them to really notice what frustrates them and what feels really satisfying. And I got to tell you, when I've been working with generators and manifesting generators, sometimes they don't even know what satisfies them. So that's okay too, because they've been so conditioned in the frustration and the mind, the monkey mind society is saying, oh, well, you have to do this. But that's not true. Who says who, right? And so it's really starting experimenting, just noticing what you're being frustrated by and letting that be okay to let go 
And if you just take like one or two things that you're, you notice you're frustrated with and kind of like cut that off or set a boundary, you're going to thank yourself like things then then the universe responds then your reality responds and it brings in more things for you to respond to because the strategy is wait to respond and for a manifesting generator it's wait to respond and inform and so then then there will be other possibilities for you to wait to respond to your energy of what really satisfies you wow and then the last type is the 1% of the, is the reflectors. Now, these are the unicorns of the type because it's only 1% of the population. And these are the only, this is the only type that has no definition in their charts. So they are literally a mirror for their environment. Their aura type is sampling. So it's kind of like Teflon. It takes it in and it reflects it back. So anybody they are with, any environment they are in, that that is who they are. And so it's very, very important for them to know that the environments and people they surround themselves are correct for them. And if they experience disappointment, that is their not self. But when they really experience that surprise of everything they're sampling, that's when they're in alignment. And reflectors are super, super powerful because an awake, awoken reflector can awake 100 generators around them or if they're in their not self they can they can ha- keep a hundred generators asleep because that's how intense their aura is wow i i feel like when you were saying that that maybe my husband might be a reflector um send me his info i'll look at i'll look at <laughs> yeah because i i'm a generator so it, it kind of like kind of aligns and and we worked together you know in our relationship to we both like, we better each other. We, we embrace each other's uniqueness and we bring out really the best in each other. And so that really, um, that really hit home with me. So listeners, it's so incredibly interesting, the depth that, that Lauren can go into. And we talked about, um, and, and I'm not going to go into, um, everything about me, but the things that she described, um, about me, was absolutely amazing. And that's so interesting about the the projectors because, well, first of all, I'm so impatient. So I don't think I could ever be a projector. Um, and being the generator for me, when I'm high, I'm so high. When the energy is good, like I can do 20 different things mm-hmm. because my energy is so good. But I was telling you off offline, off air, um, I'm all or nothing. So I have to have either all of that going well I gotta feel good about all of it or I just don't want any of Uh it is that pretty in alignment with the manifesting generator so with your emotional authority you really have to feel it like it's the feeling a hundred percent and it's making sure that you're not responding from like a really really high high or really really low low it's like really feeling your emotions and you're so good with this you have such great emotional hygiene and intelligence so it's like really being in tune with your emotions because it's a motor center it's an energy center so it's like using it and then you have all the motor centers so you have all the energy so you already intuitively know like I have all the energy so I'm going to put it into what really feels good for me because if it's not feeling good that's a train wreck like a manifesting generator who's frustrated has all the energy and is being depleted that's like trying to stop a freight train. It, it has a way longer recovery period. So you're you're already spot on with with using your um, inner authority. Well, it cracked me up because I had asked Lauren, listeners. Um, she said, "Do you have any more questions?" And I was talking about uh, business because now I have five businesses. Um, my of own, pers- <laughs> my own personal businesses. So life coaching, podcasting the books. I do a resale business because I'm all about repurposing and saving the earth. And then I also um, have a dog boutique. So I have five businesses over here. And when you had mentioned that I would do good in corporate, I was in corporate for 27 years and it was soul sucking. And, And that frustration of 
not being able to influence others around me, not being able to be my best self in that surrounding, being really just sort of oppressed, um, it, it just didn't work. And so I think about those of you out there, you have to get this, this human design read by Lauren, and we're going to give you all of the information to do that. But you know it. This is the interesting thing to me is like, this information is fantastic. And I love that it's so specific, but you know it. I knew for 27 years, that was not where I belonged. That was not who I was. I hated every minute of it and every day of it. And the only way for me to make it better was to say, well, this is funding my dream because I knew it was going to pay for me to come over here and do this other thing. And I did both of them for a while until I couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, no, I have to be a hundred percent in to what I really, really love. And that's changing lives and being the voice that my younger self needed. So I think you're just absolutely so spot on. Of course you are. Cause you've, you've studied this and, and you are fantastic at this. How do you translate this into your coaching? What does your coaching look like when clients come to you like clairvoyant life coach and transformation specialist? I want to know like the specifics of that niche. Cause that is fantastic. That's a really good question. So I really have to credit it back to my background with working with clients in the neurodiverse population um, with autism and special needs or whatever the correct political term is right now. Um, because every client's plan was different. No client had the same behavior plan the same anything and I was like this is so interesting because we're looking at everybody's individual needs and catering a plan to them well when you look at society that's quite the opposite <laughs> and it's like all right you want to be successful here is the cookie cutter box you need to get into it and if you can't something's wrong with you yeah, here's how you conform. And and in the educational system with the little ones, uh, myself included with um, having a son with ADHD, um, the IEP, you know, mm -hmm. that, that, that thing, goodness, it was looking a little bit better at saying, what can we do individually to help your child? But it was still sort of the idea right. of, can we get them to, con how can we get them to conform with as little accommodations as, as necessary? Right. So there's still holes in the system for sure. That's why one of the reasons why I left my previous profession, but I, I, I looked at that and I was like, this is what humans need. This is what they really need to look at their own individual needs. And how do I know what their individual needs are? I can look up their soul gifts and I can look up their human design. And that's when the juicy stuff happens. And then I ask them, well, what do you want to work on? What do you want to create in the next three to six months? And so we talk about that. And then we look at, you know, past trauma, limiting beliefs, like what is getting in the way right now? And then looking at past lives, clearing that stuff. I mean, that is so transformational in itself. And then looking at the human design and seeing where they're influenced and really vulnerable and taking in other people's energies and how they can get into alignment. So I really just use a lot of different things that I have worked on for myself that I've been mastering in the systems of what I've been learning and just apply it with my clients and just, and listen, just listen to what they, what they're going through and not making a judgment, just being a safe space. And I can't tell you how many times clients have been like, sorry, I'm crying. It's like, no, I want you to cry. Get, get that shit out, sister <laughs> yeah. or brother. Like it's okay. Yeah. Release it, release it. It's overspill. It's emotional overspill. Every time my clients cry, you know, and they say, I'm sorry, I'm like, please do not be because this is finally the moment that we've waited for. You need this breakthrough. You got to let it go. It's your body physically saying, get this stuff out of there and then let's clear it out and move from there. I'm fascinated by the past life thing. That is, oh, this is so fascinating to me. And I, I've already told Lauren, I'm going to schedule to, to talk to her more in depth about myself. See how coaches need coaches. This is what we do. We, we need each other. So the past life thing, how did you discover 
you were able to have this clairvoyance and what are some examples of past life things that you've either helped clients with or discovered in yourself? Yeah. So when I first started my journey and I hired my first spiritual life coach, she did the reading for me. So she really turned me and turned me on into understanding past lives. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I can't believe these like past lives have happened and I'm recreating certain patterns in this life. But of course, cause that's what happens. Right. And then through my coaching with her and her mentoring me throughout the years, since I'm a projector, I get, I get invited in a lot of areas of my life. So I would ask her questions and she's like, why don't you just get certified? Cause you, you really, you want to know. So why don't you just get certified in this modality? And I had all these doubts of like, Oh, well, I'm not really psychic or clairvoyant or this or that. I was just very disconnected from my intuition. I was very, very intuitive as a kid, but through trauma, through conditioning, through adults and their own trauma, getting scared. And so they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, no, I really do. <laughs> and so I, I went through the certification process and I can't tell you how much of a test it was to trust myself again, because it's very much you're, you're basing it on, even though I'm very intuitive, I like to have like a reference point. So it's like, I'm like, I'm logical at the same time, because I'm like, I'm not me. I don't want anybody to think I'm making something up. I always check. This is what I'm getting. Do you feel like this is correct? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And all the time, it's yes. <laughs> so when I was going through this process and really being activated through the certification process and all these visions that were coming to me, I almost gave up like three or four times. <laughs> but I'm not a quitter. So I was like, okay. I completed and then I started getting clients and doing these readings and it was very challenging because it's like you go through a system and you ask a lot of questions and you get clarification and you put together the whole reading and the system and seeing where these past life and blockages are coming from. And I don't, I didn't know a lot of information from these people, you know, they didn't share with me like, a lot of their traumas or their stories. And it was very much like whatever I was getting. So then when we would go over it, they're like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is so spot on with whatever past life that was coming up and how it was showing up now in this life. And it just, it continues to blow my mind. And so like when we've done the clear and when we look at the past life stuff, their lives shift so dramatically. Like it is, it is intense. I remember one of my practice clients, she was she, her and her new husband, they were trying to get pregnant and she had a block around like her sacral that showed it showed up in a past life and we cleared it and she got pregnant like right after. And I was like, if people just knew the power in this stuff, they wouldn't have to go. I mean, everybody needs to use their own inner authority. Like I'm not taking that away. Like trust what you need. But that could save so much money from like in vitro or, or, you know, IVF or this or that. If it's like literally a past life or like an energetic blockage or like a living belief. Oh my gosh. I, I love that so much. And I have some ideas of, of my past lives, but it's so funny how different you and I are, because when I first kind of discovered, you know, being able to, to touch, um, on my, my psychic abilities. Um, it's funny that you were like wanting the logical, the, your logical brain was like, does this make sense? Can you validate that? And I was just the opposite. I was like, I'm just going to say whatever. And I do that now. I'll say, doesn't matter if you know it or you don't know it. It's there. It's what I'm told. And just hold on to it, put it in your pocket. And later you might know. Um, I had a friend that I did a reading for and um, she has a guardian. And I said, this guardian, this is what they look like. And 
when you almost get into a, like a car accident, they, they prevent that. So they really do protect you. And she said, Oh, that just happened the other day. And I said, yeah, that was him watching over you. So I described what he looked like. And I described his, or I told her his initials and, um, and I can see what side of your family it's on. If it's a relative or it, for me, the visual is, you know, mentor, um, or higher guide, like, you know, um, my son, um, is, is a, was a shaman. Um, and he's very black and white and he's very set on what he believes and there's no changing it. And so I had done a reading with him and saw a shaman, but this particular friend, I said, well, here's the, the initials. She had no idea who this was. It was a, a, I said, it's usually like a grandfather, great grandfather or further back. I can tell how far back they go. They show me the levels and she went home and she told her mom and her parents had been divorced and it was on her dad's side. And her mom was like, I don't know. And so she dug into some of her old things and she found a funeral program for her great grandfather on her father's side who died a year before she was born. And he had Whoa. those initials in the picture on the program. So those, wow. when I tell people stuff now, cause I used to doubt myself, I used to not doubt myself, but I would feel like that's not clear enough or I need to give them more specifics. And now I, I don't feel like I need to do that. I really just kind of go with what I'm given. And, and just like in life, like you said, if people realize just clearing stuff out, how much more clarity, healing, um, creation, um, manifesting that will come to you. Oh my goodness. We, we just save ourselves so much, but we're trapped sort of in this cloud, I think from you said something amazing, what you said, and I wrote it down while you were talking, it was either suppressed or conditioned out of me. That is everything because that's what happens. It, it, that earthly experience, the people, <clears throat> they're completely trying to change you into what their failures are, what they want you to be. Is that sound about right? Yeah. I kind of look at it a little bit differently because I've been through like a lot of trauma as well. And when I really like reflected on it, I've done a lot of healing work. It's like, it's people don't know what they don't know. So it's like really like they're, they are trying their best and it is a conditioning element as well. So it's both. And it's like, we sign up for these lives. Our souls are like, all right, like this sounds fun. I'm going to learn this from this person and we're going to add this and this and because we're infinite beings. But when we get into reality and the physical, our human mind is like, oh, geez, what did I sign up for? And so it's really looking at, well, what was the lesson that this person taught me? And really like looking at it from that lens and seeing is the conditioning. If we get stuck in the conditioning and we're just there, then we're just being conditioned and we're a victim of life. But when we're really looking at the conditioning and we're asking, okay, what is the lesson here? What is the gift here? Because that's how you transmute it all. It's like really looking for the gratitude and the mind and the ego will fight because it wants to be right. But you transcend all that with gratitude and you really see if I didn't go through this, I wouldn't be able to help people in this way or wouldn't even know how to be this. Because imagine if we we didn't go through that and maybe we had a different experience, but we wouldn't be able to be the depths and experience life at the level that we can. So conditioning I mean, it's, it's rough <laughs> for everybody to go through, but it is so possible and what a gift it is to have this intel right now. So we can, so now we can choose. It's like, oh, wow, I never knew how awesome. And now I'm going to give myself like seven years, 10 years, 20 years, the rest of my life now to, I, to go I through I love it. that so much. And, and. You know, I was just thinking, we have no idea. It's always like things that are happening behind the curtain on play, you know, all those things that had to happen, all those synchronicities that aligned 
for us wanting to fulfill that contract that we had coming here and the lessons. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm reminded of a movie, and I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it is the coolest thing. And listeners, I would suggest to everybody to to go check this movie out. I think it's on Netflix, like one of the older ones. It's from like 1991. And it had Meryl Streep and Albert Albert Brooks in it. And I forget who the other actor was. Um, and I can't even remember the name of it. Um, but what happens is they die and they, you know, they have all these people going up escalators and getting on buses and they go to this place. And at this place, there you go in front of um, a judge and jury of whether they want you to go back based on what you did in this life or if you can ascend. Um, and what really stuck out to me was they would pick a random date out of your life and then they'll show you a clip of it, like, you know, a movie clip. And I thought about what if we did that? What if we could literally, I mean, I'm, I'm nifty fifties here, 53 now. And if someone could choose, you know, Hey, let's pick when you were 22 on December 6th, um, and see what was going on. I mean, I think like you said, the transmuting is that we have to every day think about if we pulled this clip out of today, what was I doing that mattered? What was I doing that made a difference? Because staying in that other place of not fulfilling what we came here to do, um, it, it like you said, all of these different types of human design, I love what you said about... <clears throat> Um, the non-self and the non-self equaling, uh, what was it? Um, with, with the different, um, human design types, like the non-self part or the shadow, that was it. What was the shadow thing? So the not self of each design. So it's all the lower energy feelings. So like for a projector, the not self will be bitterness, the generator, the not self will be frustration, the manifester, the not self will be anger. And then the not self for the reflector will be disappointment. But where the shadows come in is it's a little more deeper when somebody's really going in through their human design. So it could be their dormant gates. So it's a gate that is often undefined center and they're not activated, or it could be um, a hanging gate that is that is in the not self. So it's attracting the other part. So for example, this is, um, this is a little bit deeper, but for example, my G center. So the G center has to do with your identity, self-love and direction. So anybody who has this white or has like a gate and it's white or a couple gates or whatever, and it's white off this center, it's the diamond that's in the middle of somebody's chart. And if they have a hanging gate and they're in their not self, they're going to be drawing in a lot of the shadow of the other gate they're looking for. So my G center, I only have one gate off of it. It's the gate 25. And that's all about universal love. So when I didn't know I was a projector, the hanging gate that connects that to make a channel is the gate of shock. So I was attracting so much shock into my life and it was shock to my sense of self-love to my body of what I felt of myself, but then really aligning to myself and my design and really giving myself permission to activate my dormant gate, to really trust life again, to have my connection to spirit, to forgive, to really see the purpose and all my trauma and all my things that I went through so I could transcend it. And that's when I was able to really go into the gift of the gate 25 and not in the shadow of being shocked by the 51. If that makes sense. No. Oh my gosh. Listeners. Are you guys as fascinated? I could listen to her do this all day long. Like this is really this, this scientific study. I mean, how amazing that this was brought in 1987 and that you and so many others really have delved into this to keep this alive, to really now spread it to help others and to understand ourselves so much better. And I just, I'm just, I love 
can listen to this forever. But that's that's so very true that um, <clears throat> when we stay in those places of victimization, self-pity, um, low self-worth, um, we are not fulfilling and we are dormant. The gates are dormant of what our passion and our purpose is to really come here and do something. And Hey, listeners, if I were to pull any date in your life and do a little movie clip of it, you know, make sure that from here on out, that movie clip is worth watching and it's worthwhile and that you're doing something that fulfills what you came here to do and what your soul asked to do. So I think that is so fantastic. So I want to talk about, so you are an author. Tell us about that. Tell us how to find you, how to set up coaching with you. Give me everything that we need to know to get near Miss Lauren and mm -hmm. find all of this stuff out for ourselves. So I had published a poem in a book like years ago. So, and then I was working on a book, but then that got paused. So I'm not sure if that's ever going to be published or if my direction and my invitation will be elsewhere. So I will definitely let you know when that happens. Um, I have a podcast out right now with my co-host Vicky. It's called Orc Sleuths and that's on YouTube and Spotify. And that's all about human design. So if you're wanting to get into human design, if you um, are sort of well-versed, we go into really different rabbit holes. Um, it's like leading edge, even in human design, what we're, we're um, uncovering that is just shifting so much. It's really looking at human design and healing your health, seeing where your vulnerabilities are, seeing what, you know, and I don't want to like bash any systems because they have a purpose and they try their best and they're super supportive. But I do believe like misdiagnosis and putting people in boxes isn't saying like, oh, well, you have this or like, you know, it's this and you don't look at your DNA and like where you're actually getting conditioned and amplified. Because for the longest time, I thought I had depression. I thought I was super, super anxious. I was on and off medication since I was like 17 till I was like 30, 31. And then when I found out I was non-emotional in human design, I was like, I'm the biggest drama queen. Like I cry so freaking much. I'm emotional roller coaster. I'm emotional wreck. But since I was completely open in my emotional center, I was just taking in and amplifying all the emotions around me. And so when I found that out, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm not emotional. And ever since then, it was, a, it was such a gift to know this stuff because at my core, I'm pretty calm and cool. And then when I have my emotional experience, I do. And then it's, and then I reset and I'm calm and I'm cool. But if you were to ask me this pre-human design, I would not believe you. I'd be like, I was very tied to what other people told me and conditioned me and labels and, you know, that story that I was buying into. And so we look at all these different things and we see like, okay, I'm actually this or, you know, this diagnosis will look at, let me look at it at my chart and just see like how my energy is designed. Yes. And it helps like, you know, using your inner authority, if you want to like shift your medication or your medicine or what your like supplements or what your nourishment is really needed for your vehicle and your body. And I'm a heretic. I'm a five one in human design. So I'm really here to bring this information with a passion. I'm like, I know this stuff try it on. Like, I believe everybody deserves to have their autonomy, their sovereignty. So feel so fucking self-empowered to live. Like nobody should make you feel like you have to be scared or you have to surrender your, your autonomy or your inner power to anybody else. That's like, that's not how we're designed. And my ears are like ringing really. I know. So yeah, they're, they're supporting us for sure. And that's on YouTube. So that's Oryx Sleuths, guys. I'll have that link. And then her website is laurenwenzel.com because I found it today before we got on. 
So, and, and all of her coaching is there. She's got the packages that she offers, all the things that she does. What I love is that you're bringing science into something where I'm a feeler and I'm like, just feel your way through it. And you're like, no, that's logic. And that's the beauty of this because there's people that need more of that. They need more of the quantum information. My husband, the, um, um, Oh my gosh, I just blanked out. Um, my husband, the engineer, needs more of the logic, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's the the feelers out there like me. We just feel our way through life and they're going to resonate more with that. So I I just love that so much. So guys, I'm going to have all of her stuff up on all the links up for you guys to get a hold of her. And uh, I just can't, I, I can't wait for all of you to reach out to her um so miss lauren sorry i have a frog in my throat um what we do here on ink is pretty heavy and this was pretty heavy um so i like to end it on a very light note i always do little segments and this little segment that i'm doing currently is called that tastes funny and what that entails is something that you like that most people would not eat or something that most people like that you would not eat. So what do you have for me? Um, so when I was, I don't do this anymore. Um, but when I was little, I would put pickles in my burritos. <laughs> I can see that. I can tell. It's like pickled jalapenos almost, right? Yeah. Pickles in your burrito. Now today you wouldn't do that, but I kind of, if you have to be a, really aficionado of pickles to be able to put that I love pickles like I can just eat pickles and tuna fish just straight up dill or sweet dill okay how do you feel about sweet pickles I'm not a fan ah see there we go that tastes funny so someone who is a dill pickle aficionado is not a fan that's funny that you said I'm not a fan because my grandson is a pretty choosy eater and when I make dinner and he doesn't eat at all I know something's off um because he's a teenager he's 16 the boy eats like we call it his first dinner his second dinner and his third (laughs) dinner um and so I'll say you know why didn't you eat your dinner and he'll go I'm not a fan (laughs) I'm like oh trigger trigger I've got to go (laughs) um but no that's funny because I am partial to sweet pickles and not dill pickles. Now the real crunchy dill pickles, I can do that. But what I used to do was wrap them in cheese and put it on a sandwich with mayo or like on bread, bread with mayo with cheese and then a pickle in the middle and just eat a pickle sandwich. So I am kind of there with Love it. on the dill pickles. Well, thank you for all of the information and I, I can't thank you enough. We are so honored to have you. We are so grateful for all of your knowledge for the light you bring to the world and for just everything that you're doing and i'm so happy we cross paths and we are connected from here on out so everyone knows once you're a guest that um we're connected for life and we're soul family so um i can't thank you enough and i'm gonna find out more from you about some other things i want to i want to explore my past life stuff so we're going to schedule that Thank you so much maureen it's such a joy to be with you i feel so honored to be in this space and thank you so much for inviting me oh my gosh absolutely and what you bring what you brought to my listeners today and uh to everyone that's um gonna hear and see you on youtube um I, i couldn't be more grateful and i always know that alignment is there and it is brought for that reason that someone needed to hear it today so listeners If that someone is you, please reach out. Let me know what you thought of Lauren. And if you want to reach out to her, feel free to contact me or contact her. And listeners, I can't, I I can't express, and this is a double negative. I shouldn't say that. I'd like to express how grateful I am for you and how you have really built this community and this podcast. And we have all five stars and we just made it in the top 50 on good pods in spiritual mental health and i can't remember what the other ones were so that that was really super cool so guys if you love the podcast um reviews are fantastic so um go to good pods because they don't get enough uh recognition i i don't think as some of the other platforms so good pods and um apple leave those 
leave those reviews because that helps me to bring you more. And back to a little bit of housekeeping. Again, if you need any confidence coaching, dating coaching, relationship coaching, you know where to find me, lifecoachmaureen.com. And the books are My Dog is More Enlightened Than I Am and My Dog is My Relationship Coach. It's a great gift for Christmas because it's going to really help those in your life and yourself in those long-term relationships, dating relationships, um, you know, committed relationships to really have the healthiest relationship that you seek and deserve. So go get My Dog is My Relationship Coach and... Our new one is our children's book. My dog Bexley is just like me teaching children mindfulness that emotions and self-care is important. The fun about the book is it's repetitive. It helps them to learn reading and you can replace Bexley with your own dog's name for more engagement. So I thank you all so much. Do not forget to go to our doggy boutique where we have healthy treats, paw bomb, um, hypoallergenic uh, homemade shampoos and we just created some new products and you're going to love them they are collar scrunchy covers and your doggy will be the most fashionable dog in the dog park i'm just saying along with those doggy scrunchies we have human scrunchies so you and your dog will be the talk of the dog park i'm just saying so that's at my dog is everything.net so i love you all for listening I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being you and for being here with me and joining my beautiful, beautiful Miss Lauren today. And if you'd like to be a guest, please reach out, please contact us. And you have, if you have a topic you want me to cover, let me know. We will do that as well. So um, yeah, I, I love feedback, um, positive vibes, positive energy, because I am a manifesting uh, generator. So I do appreciate positive energy. So let's just keep that in mind. Wink, wink. Um, so I love you all. And until next week, you guys take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Most of all, please take care of those furry babies and be sure you adopt and don't shop. I love you all. Mwah. Thank you for tuning in to the I Never Knew podcast. If you found today's episode inspiring and educational, please be sure to follow, subscribe, and spread the word. The more people that join the Inc. community, the more it can develop and influence others as we work together for a healthier and brighter future. Until next time.